0: Trauma to testimony encompasses the proclamation of the truth and narratives of believers who have endured trauma and shook up their pain and purposely walk daily in their victories, giving God their yes. We are standing and affirming Revelation twelve eleven on this podcast. Listen, the surrender, the resurrection, overcoming trauma, the becoming better, the inner work you have to do all heavy join me each week as we dissect the walk of faith we take as christian women who have endured some of life's pain and struggles we will dive into having the hard conversations to grow a deeper relationship with god this right here is from my girls who have endured trauma but have a lot of jesus Hey there, healing bestie. Get ready for a life-changing journey of healing and faith with the She Is Redeemed devotional. Inspired by the timeless story of the woman at the well, this devotional is your key to profound restoration and wholeness and redemption through Jesus. Encounter the power of Jesus and embrace the gift of redemption as you navigate heartfelt reflections, uplifting affirmations, and thought-provoking journal prompts. Embrace God's love extended to you and experience his transformative grace. Break free from past hurts, find healing, amidst brokenness and embrace your true identity in Christ. Join me and all of the other courageous women who have started reclaiming their redemption, inspiring you, yes you, to step into the fullness of God's redemption for you. Whether you're in pain or seeking purpose, this devotional will illuminate your path to healing and restoration. Let your soul awaken, your faith strengthen, and your heart and spirit ignite with she is redeemed devotional. So mark your calendars for August 1st, 2023 and get ready to dive into the she is redeemed devotional. Sign up for the waitlist in the show notes. Remember you are cherished, chosen, and deeply loved by your heavenly father. Together let's walk this journey of healing, faith, and love. God loves you and may this serve as a reminder that you are redeemed Get on the wait list. It's in the show notes. Hey there, young besties. I am so excited to be here for part three of the Reclaiming Redemption series. And you know what? Today, okay, you're going to get it. (laughs) However, however it comes. (laughs) Because mama is tired, wifey is tired, Tony is tired, minister is tired, every part of me is tired. But we hear, we're out of obedience. Honestly, this is probably one of the highlights of my day when I get to do what I love and just encourage you, um, just in your relationship with God and healing. And honestly, I'm tired. But I'm full because God really has been laying on me just different things as, you know, I'm navigating through um, just launching the She Is Redeemed devotional as I'm doing this series, as I'm continuing to um, just see what God has just in store for women in the means of redemption and believing in their redemption. I'm just loving it. But (laughs) <laughs> the tiredness, the, not even just the physical tiredness, the spiritual warfare that comes when you're really pushing something out and all these different things that have been coming up for me spiritually, it has your girl dream. So keep me in your prayers, okay? Just pray for um, the strength, the courage, the endurance to finish the race. Um, because I don't think that this, um, just this talk and this um, message of redemption for God's daughters, I don't think that just the devotional is it. So what I've been praying about and, and hearing from the Lord right now, it's like, okay, this is a journey. You're really bringing out a full forth message for your daughter. So just keep me in prayer for that, for that endurance and having the strength and the courage to keep going Um, and just to really, you know, make sure that my focus is fixed on the Lord. Because I know that if I'm focused on God, whatever is on the left and the right don't even matter. I just have to really stay focused on God. So I'm really just staying there. But today, um, it's going to go a little different than the first two days. I really want to give you access into the um, She is Redeemed devotional, and then, you know, share some encouraging scriptures with you, um, and share just what the message God has placed on my heart for each um, day of the devotions that I'll be sharing with you in the final um, three parts, and I'm excited because I believe, and I'm telling you, okay. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I believe that the Lord is really just providing just this this resounding message for his daughters to heal and deal with the things in their past so that they can believe in eternal life, so that they can believe in redemption, so that they can believe in their the life that God has for them. Um, when they um, have come into salvation, God has a life for us. God has this beautiful life that... We don't have to question and we don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. We can literally just sit there and depend on God. We can take the time to really just focus there and not have to worry about what? what's going on who's doing what is this this or is this that like we don't have to worry about that because we can fix our focus on God when things happen in life when we have life circumstances when we're really believing and being redeemed and we're believing in what God has sent for for us. We're believing that we have eternal life. We believe that, you know what, with God, I don't have that old life. I don't have to thirst for it anymore. I don't have to quench for it anymore. We really have that belief. We're, we're better to be in peace. Okay? We're better to be in joy. We're better to live out the life that God has for us because we're no longer worried about what's going on from the past. We're no longer worried. Not saying that we don't think about it. Not saying that we don't process through it and it don't come up for us. What I'm saying is that, you know, when you know that, you know that you know that God has taken you from some things in your life and God has saved you, then you know that, you know what? I can choose better. Even in the situations, my decisions are starting to be aligned with God. The things that I'm doing, how I choose to react, how I choose to live out my days, it's in alignment with God. It's something that changes when we start to believe in our hearts that there's redemption. Because a lot of us have had a salvation. We've had at the peak of salvation. We've had the fire. We, we've had the, okay, I'm going to pray at this time. I'm going to get up and I'm going to read God's word. I brought these new devotional, the colorful pens. I have these colorful sticky notes. Let's get real. Because I think we all go through that stage. that I've been there with. But like, I got to put this and that. I'm doing all the things. But what happens when the fire dies? What happens when it's like, I just don't have that spark anymore? What happens when the trust starts to waver because you're going back to past relationships and how people did you or how you have always navigated your relationships and what you were left with? and That determines how your relationship is with God. What do you do when the old triggers and the old traumas and the past traumas that happen come up for you and it's overwhelming and you don't feel like praying? Mm. What happens when you start hearing this repetitive nature of you being a controlling Nancy, but you know that if you don't have control in everything that you fear that you'll get hurt again? What happens then? What happens when you're monitoring your relationships in life off of how you grew up or off of childhood trauma, off of abuse? What happens then when you're no longer free to live because you're in bondage of everything from your past? What happens then? What happens when you're in defense? You have defense mechanisms in every relationship and everything. And you no longer feel like you can thrive in relationships and you always go into this mode of survive. What happens then? When you feel like your back is against the wall and none of what you have done in the past to save you no longer saves you. It no longer works. You're bleeding out. Let's talk about the woman with the issue of blood. You're bleeding out for twelve years and everything that you tried, the self help books, the um you tried all of these different doctors, you you've tried all of these different methods. What happens when none of that cures the pain? You know, I don't speak this on having a relationship with God because it's something that sounds good. I speak it because it's my truth. I speak it because I've come to the end of the road in all of those scenarios. I've come to the end of the road where Self help, or these certain things we like to put in place. Like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sit here and I'll write it away. And maybe I'll, let's say for some people, when I feel this on my spirit, I'll smoke it away, or I'll drink it away, or I'll, um, I'll do all these things that supposedly make me feel better. It makes me feel better. But feelings that we know our feelings are temporary and um, it, it isn't something that sustains and what I have learned is God sustains us like God sustains us through like we can continue to come to God time after time some of us can't continue to come to maybe the habit of smoking because we may get Sick from it. Some of us can't come to the habit of drinking it away because it may make us sick. Some of us, you know, may not be able to just, you know, ooh, I'm feeling just a heavy, I, all of these different things. Like, you know, some of us are finding love in all the wrong places and we think that, you know, having. All these different relations will help us feel fulfilled in the area. Like it's all these different things where it's like, no, it comes to a point where we have to lay it down and say, God, I want more. I want more. The same things ain't working for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And, And see, thank you, Holy Spirit, because I had a whole different plan and a whole different thing to go into with this. But this is the perfect segue for what we're going to talk about today because a lot of us are putting all of these quick fixes in place. We we have done it for too long and it's not working anymore. The quick fixes aren't working anymore. What we used to do to try to get to this point to where we feel okay to keep going on, it's not working anymore. And, and I really feel like the Lord is saying, lay down your quick fixes and defenses. It's time for you to draw in and draw closer to the Lord. It's time for you to get to, a place where it's like it's me and you, God. That 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 surface level ain't gonna work no more. The lukewarmness ain't gonna work no more. Because it is like doing the same things, definitely not getting the same res- and getting and getting the same result, but not getting anything that's helping you sustain what's gonna happen when. Whatever you're putting in place, when it's a quick fix or it's a defense mechanism and it's not holding. What happens? Oh, I feel it. What happens when it's a trigger and, and, and everything that you have put in place is not working and And it feels like the pain is just overflowing and then the trigger blows out into something else. And now you're back to saying, oh, God, I repent for this. And God, oh, I just don't know They they get the best of me. What happens? That's why we need to be healing with the Lord. We need to be taking it serious. We need to be saying, God, you know what? I have to lay out my heart. This is what's wrong. These are the quick fixes. These are the things I've tried. But God, if I just touch you, everything and I, and I'm not saying that just when you say you make the decision that everything just goes well. I'm talking about I'm talking about God changing you from the inside out. I'm talking about a healing, a healing that sustains a healing that sustains to the point where you're, you're becoming better from the inside out, not having to act, not having to front for nobody, not having to do this, this like, fluffed um, up, puffed up healing where it's like, I'm good, I'm straight, I'm playing it strong, like, that's only going to work for so long. It's going to all come to the surface. And I'm speaking from experience from a girl where it's all came to the surface. And it's blew up. And I didn't know what to do. But eventually, I knew that it was time to really just lay it out before God and say, God, look at all these." Look at all these things. Here I am. With all this heaviness. With all this pain. With all these things I've been through. I've tried this God. I've tried that. But what's wrong? What do I really need? You're the master healer. God. What do I really need? It was when I had to get real about that. Bestie. My prayer for you is that you lay down the quick fixes and defenses and choose a life where God fights for you, on your behalf for you, and that you don't have to worry no longer, and that you can lay everything, the weight of the pain, the trauma, what you are going through, what you are navigating through your whole healing journey, You can lay that down and trust that God will work with it. Um, And I want to read an excerpt from day two in the She is Redeemed devotional. And the title is, as of course you can see, (laughs) is Lay Down Your Quick Fixes and Defenses. The scripture that um, is here with this with day two is the Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life Psalms 121 7 through overcoming the past and experiencing deep healing we are forever changed and never the same the light that was once dim by years of pain, hurt, and feelings of worthlessness is uncovered as God works within us. His love is something we can rely on, both in times of prosperity and in times of struggle. The encounter between Jesus and the woman at the well is a prime example. Despite her sarcastic remarks and reminders of their differences, Jesus saw beyond her defenses. He offered her living water, a source of eternal life and profound transformation. In our lives, when we are exposed to something new, we begin to discover its vast potential and blessing this is the posture of our hearts when we enter into a life with christ we come to know god in a deeper more elevated way a way that can mend and heal all things you know the truth about healing and growth with God is that it's inevitable. And that was a post that I put out this week. Um, I wrote an email about it then I made it um, into a social media post because I believe that God was really just speaking to me um, as I was, you know, going through the devotional um you know, kind of like reading some of the feedback I've been getting from my um, devotional team and everything. And it's been amazing just to see what God has been revealing through it. You know, this is something that I've been working on for a while. And it's like, as I'm sitting here and, and, and at this phase of, you know, marketing and, and seeing what can I continue to share about it. I see that God is forever just speaking on healing and for us to know that we can heal with him, that we don't have to hide what we are going through. We don't have to hide how we are feeling. We don't have to hide the weight of how something is feeling because we want to dress it up and make it pretty. It's okay to be you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying this like being naked before God, meaning that it's okay to have all of what's going on just being you before God. God already knows your heart. And I'm not talking about it in a way, like I feel like sometimes we use that God knows my heart in like a toxic way and I'm just not okay with that. But <laughs> that's the video for another time. But god knowing your heart like god knows exactly what's hurting god knows what is happening god knows what keeps you up at night and i just ask that you hmm, invite god into that like invite god into that space it wasn't until i started to have a transparent relationship with god like really transparent, like, God, I'm hurt. God, this this right here is too much for me. God, like, listen, I get what you're saying. Forgive them, but li- I, this is what I need to understand. <laughs> and this is what I'm feeling. This is how I feel about this relationship. This is how I feel about how this went down. Like, God, here's my heart. And, and I think that that's the one thing that I really lay out my heart to God like I, I I, need you to understand God like I know you're calling me to be vulnerable but God here's some things that I'm still hurting about here's some things and sometimes it's not that God doesn't know it's that God wants to hear you know so that there can be an agreement there can be an agreement that this is an area that needs to be worthless they're going to be in agreement because a lot of the times, of course, God knows our beginning to our end. So God knows, you know, that we have these things and these hurdles and in and, um, areas to heal. Like he knows these obstacles that are in our way, you know, but God, you know, is something about the agreement piece. When we start to become in, in alignment with what God already has for us already sees for us who we're becoming how God is allowing us to navigate through healing because it's a part of who we are becoming it's something about that agreement that changes us okay the agreement changes us because we come into knowing that okay this is this this is why I have this behavior pattern or this is why it's hard for me to cultivate relationships because this happened or, or this is why, you know, I need to work on forgiveness because this is what happened to me. And sometimes we need to pour out and lay those things out so that we can come into agreement with God with what healing is for that. And um it's and a lot of that can come through, of course, prayer. One of my favorite ways um when it comes to healing and talking to god and and really getting guidance is going to god's word about the subject like if you're working on forgiveness you know going to god's word about forgiveness if you're working on reconciliation and going to god's word about reconciliation and if you need um, some guidance you can go to um i can't remember what podcast episode it was but I did a reconciliation series and we went through the story of Joseph and you know it was just so different because God really just showed his light through what reconciliation was through Joseph's story like it's it's time for us to really get in God's word and start talking to God about our hearts like you you wonder why you know you you had experience in, um, emotional numbness or spiritual numbness and why you have seasons that are very frequent where you're just not connecting in that way. You wonder why it feels like everything that you're putting in place is not working again. You know, it, it's because God is really calling us deeper with Him. God is calling us to a point where our hearts are literally filled. It is space for Him to be there with us a lot of us, our hearts, it only has a little bit of space for God. Like, we know God. Yeah, we know what we're supposed to do for God. But we don't have the true intimate relationship to the point where we trust God with all our hearts. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter. You know, it's an all or nothing thing. A lot of us don't have that positioning. So it's time to really get to that place with God. So we are going to read John 4, verses 7 through 12. Um, and we are, of course, in um, the story of the woman at the well. Because I really want to just connect us talking about laying down our quick fixes and defenses. Um, down so that God can really literally just work through our hearts and through our lives. So I'm going to start at verse 7. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself? As did also his sons and his livestock. Hmm. We got to let that sink in. When we get, when we start out, we see... That, you know, Jesus is saying, can he have a drink from this well? And then we have the Samaritan woman immediately just saying, hey, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. We're not even supposed to be out here talking, you know, but you're asking me for a drink like me. Me, like, you know, y'all don't associate with me. That's basically how she felt. And when I was, you know, studying the woman at the well, I quickly seen that in verse nine, you know, when she said that you are a Jew and I a Samaritan, she counted herself out already. She started, that was a defense. Like, sir, I'm getting you water for what? Do you see who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm a Samaritan. And. Whew. (laughs) It started to turn into this. You know. Where it's like. She started to. How can I say it? Ooh. She started to really just. Undress all the pain. And she didn't even know. She was sitting here with the one and true Messiah, Jesus Christ, right? And she was starting to undress all the pain because she said, I'm a Samaritan. And that right there lets you know that she knew, you know, What her place was with Jews. She knew the weight of everything that had been put on her. And not that that was the only thing held down her. Because we will further start to see um, her story in the next few verses. You know, we start to get, you know, just some insight into her story as Jesus starts to unfold to her that he knows her truth. But the important thing to see right there is that she was already saying, you know, I, I'm a Samaritan. You don't want no drink from me. You know, and, and so many times, you know, mm. That's where the defense mechanisms come in. When we start to count ourselves out and we start to defend, we start to go back to a place where it's like, you know what? Mm Mm-mm. Right here, right now, I'm going to have to defend me. I'm going to have to say, you know, I'm a Samaritan. Maybe I should not be getting, you no water. But what I really feel that we can see right here at this time is that Jesus gives her a love offering. Yeah. I know you're a Samaritan, but if you knew the gift that I have for you, because I'm not here really so that you can give me water. I'm here so that I can give you the gift of living water to where you don't have to thirst again. And, and, and it, it was bigger than that because it wasn't even just the the thirst like of the, the old drinking, you know, and she was talking around it and, you know, you hear her saying that, you know, you don't even have anything to draw with. What are you talking about? You know, she's asking Jesus all these questions. But the thing was, Jesus was, you know, if if you ever really pay attention to when Jesus talks to people, he's he's talking to get them to recognize what's going on. And he's, you know, giving her a love offering, like, if you only knew, my child, if you only knew the gift, the gift of God, if you only knew. So, so many times we are in defense and we're asking all these questions and we're, you know, for some of us, and I'm just speaking from, from me, from my experience, we're so busy into the counting ourselves out or the defenses where we, we're we working we're basically always in that in the survival mode in the pain operating from the trauma trying not to get hurt always trying to not be in that space where we feel like people are gonna do us wrong like, let's be honest let's be real always in that mode and sometimes it drives you insane okay and we have these defense mechanisms that some we know and some we don't. And I feel like at this point, the Samaritan woman was really there. Like, I already know my place with you. But it was just a perfect timing where Jesus could be like, you know what? Actually, let me give you this. Hey there, healing bestie. Get ready for a life-changing journey of healing and faith with the She Is Redeemed devotional. Inspired by the timeless story of the woman at the well, this devotional is your key to profound restoration and wholeness and redemption through Jesus. Encounter the power of Jesus and embrace the gift of redemption as you navigate heartfelt reflections, uplifting affirmations, and thought-provoking journal prompts. Embrace God's love extended to you and experience his transformative grace. Break free from past hurts, find healing, amidst brokenness and embrace your true identity in christ join me and all of the other courageous women who have started reclaiming their redemption inspiring you yes you to step into the fullness of god's redemption for you whether you're in pain or seeking purpose this devotional will illuminate your path to healing and restoration let your soul awaken your faith strengthen And your heart and spirit ignite with the She is Redeemed devotional. So, mark your calendars for August 1st, 2023, and get ready to dive into the She is Redeemed devotional. Sign up for the waitlist in the show notes. Remember, you are cherished, chosen, and deeply loved by your Heavenly Father. Together, let's walk this journey of healing, faith, and love. God loves you, and may this serve as a reminder that you are redeemed get on the wait list is in the show notes and perfect timing for you to think that you're not qualified perfect timing for you to count yourself out perfect timing for you to sit here and question me and play sarcastic about this well and living water that I keep talking to you about perfect timing Because Jesus sat there and and just literally continued in love to say, what I had, the gift that I have, if you knew, it would be something to quench your thirst. You wouldn't have to go back to the old life. You wouldn't have to worry about defending yourself. You wouldn't have to worry about whether somebody's going to hurt you or not. You wouldn't have to worry about all these different things that your past and your trauma and your old life has set in you. That you have eternal eternal life. You have a life beyond what happened in the past. And one thing that really stuck out to me and, and, and this is where it, it really got deep. It really got deep. And it's in verse 11 where it says where the Samaritan woman said to Jesus you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. The well is deep. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> because i love it i just love god's word and when i when i seen the well is deep and I, I underlined it because a lot of the times you know i i feel like this is so it just speaks to you and it, it just speaks to you like God's words always speak to you in whatever season that you're going through um But when I seen the well is deep, it just stuck out to me because a lot of the times, you know, I, this isn't, let me tell you, this is the revelation that I got. So all of a sudden you have Jesus who is going to meet. The woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, Jews don't even associate with Samaritans. And all of a sudden, she got this story. She got this story where she literally has this past, and, and, and Jesus tells her of everything she's ever done, right? Okay? And now you have her drawing this well at noon now. At noon. I mean, let's make sure it, it wasn't it wasn't in the morning and it wasn't in the evening. This was in the middle of the day because women drew water in the, in the morning and the evenings. But you could tell it was something going on. Because when her story came up, it was like, oh, OK, you was going because you didn't want to be judged. You didn't want to be rejected. And what I see right here when it says the well is deep. That it was symbolic for the wells that we have in life and we store up things. But the well is replenished when we come into this life with Jesus. It's replenished. We have living water. So all of that tainted stuff, all of the things in the past, all of the pain, all of the things that happened, that you can now come to peace because you have living water. I on what I what I what I see is peaceful streams just going in. And I mean I literally can visually see a stream. We have a living water. when we come into this this light, with this like life of salvation, like we literally come into it like, "Oh my God, We have to start believing in it because believing isn't going to have us running around ragged. Believing isn't going to have us going to our wits end. Because we can put our faith, our hope, and our trust in God through every situation, through every circumstance, through every problem. We can look to the hills. We can know that God is our ever-present help in a time of trouble. We no longer have to worry and, and when i when I saw that the well is deep, where can you get this living water? I feel like 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 I said, the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well is starting to undress before the lord like undress her pain and undress everything that she is going through like all of this defenses that she has been on she's taking them away one by one as she continues to have this encounter with Jesus where she continues to keep going on that's why i say that it takes one encounter where she starts to unveil oh lord where can I get this living water? Oh, this is what you're talking. Like she keeps, she keeps talking. She keeps asking questions, and sometimes some of us just need to keep talking. We just need to keep sitting with God. We just need to keep having the conversation. And I feel that for oh, for somebody that you just need to keep talking. You just need to keep going to God. You just need to keep asking questions. It's okay to ask questions. You want to know why the pain happened. You want to know why is this well so. deep. But see. (laughs) Jesus didn't need anything to draw with. Didn't matter how how deep the well was. Because he already knows your story. Jesus don't need anything to draw with to come and redeem you, to save your life, to be a saving grace for you. Jesus don't need nothing to draw with. The gift that you have is redemption. That it doesn't matter how deep it is. It doesn't matter how big it is, how messy it is, what happened in your story, that Jesus is saving. Jesus can save you and and not be anything else. But you can start living this new life. Yeah, there's going to be some things that need to be worked on. Yes, there's going to be some behaviors and character. And yes, you're going to have your pruning seasons. You're going to have your seasons of wilderness because there's some things that God needs to, some kinks and some things that God needs to work out. Of you from your past, so that you can become who He has always intended and in seen you as. But there's nothing, it is nothing for God to be like, This is my daughter's well. And I'm going to take it and give her living water. It takes nothing for God to be like, you know what? Here's my daughter. Like, here's here you go, my daughter. Nothing. And I just want to remind you of that today that Sometimes we have wells that are deep. We stored up things for a while. We stored up pain. We stored up the past. We stored up so many memories and thoughts, some of them self-sabotaging. Some of them memories that we just don't want to go back to. And today, I just really want to encourage you. To exchange it. Go to God and lay down everything. Like God, this is what I have. This is what I have. I've been storing up all of these different things, whether it's the abuse or the molestation or the um childhood trauma or the divorce or the pain of the past or you know, things that you felt like you you failed at, and, and grief, and just loss, and all the different things that you have navigated. That yeah, God sees it. He'll bestie, God sees it. And God wants to free you from it. It was never supposed to keep you in bondage. And what I feel is the well has been so deep because we keep pushing and pushing and pushing things down. Pushing things down. Because if it ever comes up to the surface, you don't know what will happen. You don't know how you will react. But it shouldn't even get to that point, Hill and Bestie. Like, it really shouldn't even get to that point. Because today, you need to lay it out to God. Talk to Him about your pain, talk to Him about what happened. If it be one, may God be the one who knows who. Who, continues, who you continue to vent to, who you continue to pour out to, you don't have to feel like your story went silent or that nobody sees because God sees everything. And today, the pain that you've been going through there needs to be an agreement what happened so that healing can begin and that this well that is so deep, you don't continue to draw from it. You don't continue to draw from a place of pain like we talked in about in part two, where you don't need to keep drawing from the well of pain and of trauma and of triggers and that's all you have that comes out. If you're having a well of worship, why not let it be living water? Why not let it be God's word? Why not let it be something that sustains? I know what it is to be at a place where it's like God I'm I'm bleeding and I don't know what to do. I feel like everything I've done in the past is not working. And that's where God needed to bring Tommy so that she could heal with God. And healing bestie, if this resonates with you, it's time to talk to God. what happened and I know it's not going to be easy but he loves you and he wants to take care of you and I want to say that again because a lot of us who have been through pain and who have been through trauma it's hard to hear that Because of who we've had to build ourselves up to be to get through the pain. But I want you to hear me. God wants to take care of you. He
1: He has a life
0: for you beyond trauma and beyond your pain and beyond what happened to you. I know it's heavy. I know it feels like the weight of the world is on your chest most of the time. But at this moment, it's time to relinquish it to God. It's time to get peace. It's time to get joy. It's time to get your faith up. It's time to start living again. And for some of us, it's time to start breathing again. To breathe again. To come up from the depths of what happened. The the well is so deep. That as you're healing, oh, I feel this. As you're healing, it feels like it's so much. That I have to work through. That I have to overcome. is so much. Look at all of this story. Look at all this messiness. Look at me trying to protect people. in my story. But look at me. God. Who is supposed to help me? The answer is God. wants to take care of you I just want to keep saying that over and over again because it took a girl like me to to say it over and over again to believe that God wants to take care of you you don't have to be in defense you ain't gotta have a fix for everything you don't have to control everything anymore the Lord your God fights for you The Lord, your God, goes with you. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. You can rest in knowing that God goes with you. So lay it out today. Lay it out to God what happened, bestie. What happened? What has been in your well for so long that you're scared that if I just pull it up, I don't know what's going to happen. And this thing that, ooh, that has been coming back up, that God has been telling you to deal with over and over and over again. You know that it's gonna take healing, it's gonna take healing for you to get to that point. What is it? God wants to heal us so that we can fully be with Him, not just be with Him when things are good, not be with Him, you know. And then next week when an inconvenience happens and it sends you down, you know, this road of feeling triggered and now you're straying away and pushing away from God because how could this happen? It's like, no, God wants our hearts 100%. And to do that, healing has to happen. The agreement has to happen. Encounters have to happen. Yeah. Hmm. Someone needs to hear this. And I'm going to say it. You don't have to have walls and defenses up in your relationship with God. Because of who hurts you. God. Is not. Going to hurt you, leave you, or forsake you. Like that relationship or person or situation that keeps playing in your head. God wants to take care of you. God is a loving, loving God. He has unfailing love. Everlasting love. Can quench your thirst for love, can quench your thirst to be to feel like you're you're loved and wanted and having this belonging place. Take it from a girl who has been through years of just battling and working through and healing from abandonment and rejection. And I feel like God gave me a place to belong. And I feel like I belong with God. Like for the first time, I really feel like I'm not a third wheel to nobody's family or anything. Like I literally have a place. And I don't have to fight for my position. I don't have to fight for attention. And I share that because I know somebody's struggling with that. That you feel like if you put everything in and if this relationship with God is hard because all of what you have seen as far as relationships and what you have been through is only showing you abandonment or rejection or pain or hurt. But God is a loving God. That whatever we have been through and are going through, God uses all of it to heal us and to restore us and to make us into the person or the woman that we were always called to be. God uses it all. And I did not foresee myself being this emotional because I'm like, I need to have a video where I'm not over here boo-hoo crying, but I'm a crier. So, you know what? I'm a crier. I be trying to act, you know, like I'm about that life, <laughs> but I really am a cryer because I'm just like, uh. and ever since I've had Sunny, my daughter Sunny, I feel like I'm just more emotional. Mm -mm. maybe it's just having a girl thing or having children thing. I don't know. Let me know in the comments. (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm definitely just feeling for that woman who really feels like, you know, she has all of this story and all of this pain and all of this messiness. And I just really want to free you today and let you know that there is nothing big, too big, (laughs) for God to do. It takes nothing for God to exchange a well of pain for living water. It takes nothing. As you can see with the encounter that the woman at the well had with Jesus, it was an exchange instant exchange she went on to tell her story and more samaritans believed and we'll get into that within the next um two parts but it was an instant encounter that changed everything for her and the same can be for you Helen bestie There's healing with Jesus. I, you know, look at all these stories in the Gospels. And I'm just like, if you just read one, it'll change you. And it just reminds me that, you know, we are literally living out the Gospels. Like We are the living miracles. That Jesus is doing. Like we think, you know, then they say Jesus is alive. Like my story, I know for a fact that I am living to be a testimony. I am living, living to be a test. I know it. Because if my life could change and and God could come through. And you was a girl like me who was doing all the things. On top of things. top things. Who heart was like literally cold. And God could come in and say, you know what, daughter, I have more for you. And I would never be the same. God can do the same for you. All right, besties, we are about to wrap this thing up. I'm going to be in tears. I'm going to be in tears. Okay, so we are going to wrap this thing up with just um, three Bible verses, and I believe that The Lord is leading me to end this off with the prayer from the devotional, um, from the She is Redeemed devotional for this day. So I am going to do that. I'm going to be obedient. So yes, Lord, you got it. Um, But here we go. As we go into this meditation time, I really want for you to, you know, just, you know, put your hand over your heart and get into a place of really meditating, like sit like as if it's you sitting with God. and It's just this space where you can just feel. Things can be revealed, you can heal, you can really just sit there and let it be a quiet space and a quiet time for you so that you can really just hear what God has for you and pour out. You know, whether it's pouring out the prayer in your heart or pouring out the prayer out of your mouth, that's fine. Um, But just really want to make sure that this is a time of meditation so that you can feel and really be there. So we're gonna go first go into our three Bible verses and then prayer and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. <laughs> just I'm always in awe of God because I be thinking it's one thing and then it just going into a whole nother thing, okay? <laughs> but here we go. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46.10 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5-6 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Ooh. Philippians 4, 6-7. God be in our hearts. Ooh, I feel that. I feel that. God be in our hearts right now. I want to say the prayer for the day to lay down your quick fixes and defenses. Um, in the She is Redeemed devotional. And this is the prayer. Father God, I thank you for your love that extends over into the worries in my life. You know my past, God. You have seen it all. You have been there with me in the depths of my hard times and pain, guiding and directing me even when I did not know it. Father, I repent for the solutions that resulted me in trying to have my own back. May I come to know that I don't have to be on defense anymore. And to dwell in you always, even in the hard seasons. Lord, guide me to understanding that you want to take care of me. That you want to help me to lay down my burdens and to be open to receive who you are in my life. Today, God, I give my full surrender to you to heal me and restore me. I trust in your love and protection in my life. They will see me through God. I lay this prayer down to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it has impacted you in a very special way. Share this episode with a friend who may need inspiration in this area. Screenshot this week's episode and let us know what you think about this episode. And tag us on Instagram at Trauma to Testimony. If this did a tug on your heart, I want to invite you to stick around with us and join our email list and Healing Besties support community. The links are down in the show notes. And until next time, let's heal, Bestie. Let's heal together. Heal with you next week.